Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're zooming in on Matthew chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. And we're going to spend a few devotions on this because it's an important teaching. This week's curriculum covers both the parable of the sower in verses 1 through 9, and then also Jesus' explanation of the parable of the sower in the text that follows. But for our devotions, we want to cover what's in between. So when you look at your devotion text, you can see some bold text saying that these verses are covered by this week's devotions. Here we are. The secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them. If you understand the parables of Jesus, you've been shown something that was a secret of the very kingdom of heaven. Verse 11 of Matthew 13 reads, or verse 12 rather of Matthew 13 reads, for whoever has more will be given to him and he will have more than enough. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. It's a statement of the reality of things. It's the way that things go. Uh, author Malcolm Gladwell, who since writing his book, David and Goliath, claims to be a Christian, albeit of the, the more legalistic Mennonite tradition, got this verse wrong. But he did make some observations in which it does serve as a true statement. It is just the way things go. If you have much, more will be given to you and you'll have more than enough. If you don't have enough, even what you have will be taken from you. Gladwell applied that to things like economics and class differences and societal disparities. But in its original iteration, it's about those who didn't have ears to hear the parables of Jesus. And so even what understanding they had would be taken away. But those who do have ears to hear and we understand the parables of Jesus, we have, as Jesus said, more than enough in verse 12. So that those who are hard-hearted would walk away ever more convinced of the validity of their criticism of Jesus. And those who see him as the Savior would walk away with an overabundance of proof that he is the fulfillment of what Isaiah prophesied. Here in this text, we see Isaiah chapter 6 quoted right there in Matthew chapter 13. It's football season, at least now in the original iteration you know, of, the, of this teaching. And something dawned on me while I watched my team, Florida State University, which is where Jesus went, not really. I mean, beat the living snot out of Satan's team, the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> wow, the score at the end was 45 to three. That's like, and that's only like the second or third worst beating Florida State's ever given Miami. That's great, too, because the tide's turning because uh, we've beaten the last couple of years, but they're still ahead of us in the overall series by just a couple of games. Wow. As we continued to just rack up points on Miami, and as Miami began to just self-implode right before our very eyes, we began putting in our second stringers and third stringers. And this was even in like the third quarter. Uh, it, it, was, it was really a great experience for Florida State because as our players were cycling through and our depth got more and more experience on the field, uh, we were having a great time. <laughs> and our quarterback, Jordan Travis, having thrown only one interception, was doing a fantastic job. And our, our, uh, our backs and our receivers were just killing it. They were doing an absolutely great job. And even one of our best guys wasn't even there for that game, he was injured. So it was, it was uh, we already had much and then more was given to us and we had even more than enough. But even the little that Miami had was taken away from them as their already injured quarterback was further injured and they had other guys who were out with the flu. Like it, if you have much, even more will be given to you. That is the way that things will 
go. And, and if you don't have enough, even what you have will be taken from you. The original intent here was to uh, uh, show how Isaiah 6 was fulfilled in the ears, the shut ears of the Pharisees. Their hearts were hardened. They had a thimbleful of understanding of who Jesus actually was. And even in the end, that was taken away from them. And they, in their hardness of heart, would stand in judgment before God as those who crucified God's Son. Bad place to be. Whereas the more meek of the culture heard Jesus' parables, were captivated and amazed by them. They didn't fully understand every detail. They would even ask Jesus things like, for example, in verse 10, why are you speaking to them in parables? And then they would, uh, then they would even get explanations of the parables behind the scenes. So the disciples, some of whom, as you go through the whole gospel narrative, getting past the crucifixion, even to the resurrection, didn't even believe it at the very end. There are some disciples who, as you'll see in the gospel of Matthew, still weren't even sure that Jesus was Lord until in, uh, even after the resurrection. Like it's, it's really, really amazing. But they had more given to them and they were left with more than enough. Do you see? Um, it's a beautiful thing to hear the parables of Jesus and be captivated by them. If you're my skeptical friend and you're a fan of Jesus's teachings, and you grasp them and you understand them, right? wow, this is a beautiful moment. If you truly understand the parable of the sower and you look at the types of soil and you see that one represents my heart, I'm pretty caught up in the things of this world, or that one represents my heart, I fell prey to some false teaching before, or yeah, that represents my heart. I once made a decision for Christ at youth camp and it looked really good, but then as soon as persecution came my way, as soon as difficulty came my way for that matter, as soon as my faith was remotely tested, it all shriveled up and died off and, and like here I am. This, this could be the moment of your true actual conversion. This is a beautiful thing. Only the Holy Spirit of God can open your ears to hear and open your eyes to see. If your hard heart is softening, and according to this text, this is a miracle of God. This has been given to you. This is the moment that you have the secrets of the kingdom of heaven opened up for you. You already have some understanding of the gospel, and now as a result, you're going to be given even more, and you're going to have more than enough. May your skepticism give way to an overabundance of biblical proof that Jesus is Lord. Join us at the Redemption Church this weekend and tell me if that's you.